There Give we go. Whoop, my bad, my bad, my bad. Here we go. Here we go. We're talking now. <laughs> I had to hit the sound button. Had to hit the sound button. sound button. Oh, he definitely used our air there. So we are uh, moving forward here. Said, we've got Coach out there watching. He's in Florida, hoping he's having a good time. You said he was looking slick. He is. He's looking fantastic down there. That car just looks fast. Get us some. Get us some uh, cockpit footage. I want. I want to see what the cockpit that thing's like. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> looking. Looking sharp. It looks fast already. You put that driver oh, I, behind it. It's going to go even faster. I look forward to that. That's going to be fantastic. Um. Oh, and real quick, happy birthday to the Red Rocket himself, Mr. Scott Schroeder. <laughs> you got that right. Happy birthday to the seven forty seventy four oh four seven four. What is forty seven? 470 machine of Scott Schroeder, the boomer. Hopefully the you're boomer. having a fantastic one out there today. Good morning, morning, Brandon. Good morning. morning. Good morning. Can't wait to morning, see John. Elliot on the track says Brandon either. It's going to be a, a, a fantastic thing to see there. It's a little chilly down here today. So um, anyways, like I said, kind of a, a week off as everything transitions here, at least in the United States to the off season, but uh, I, I want to start the show here today talking about a picture I saw, uh, and, and that picture being the uh, introduction of Carlos Sainz to the Ferrari plant. Did you see this by chance? No, I didn't. That's what's going on. <laughs> so waiting for you I think this is this is the, the perfect scenario, the perfect scenario in which a picture paints a thousand words right here. Carlos signs sitting next to Benito and he's got a smile. It don't look real. He looks like he's miserable already. <laughs> and uh, man, it's uh, it, it looks a little rough, but uh, it, it does. You, you just don't get that. Usually you see somebody there at that Ferrari plant for the first time. They're going to be glowing. They're going to be so excited to see uh, everything they got behind them. I'm not saying he's not excited because it is Ferrari, but it, that picture just didn't paint a good, good, good look for me. Well, I mean, it, it, it's probably a lot of things factoring in. I mean, now that he's at Ferrari, he's probably thinking, okay, are, are they going to give me a car to be competitive next year? That's one. For two, he knows he's in a hot seat. I mean, he knows he's got to come in there and, and whether they give him a car or not, he's still got to perform or he's going to be out that ride. I mean, signs has got a lot of pressure on him right now. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you there, but it just, you would think, uh, you know, being there and Brandon kind of says, you know, he's kind of known for that RBF look, but I, I remember like, think of him when, uh, uh, he got that call up to McLaren, just how excited he was going from that Renault team to the McLaren then that was uh i mean he was going to be filling alonzo's seat you know he he was pumped for that and now that that McLaren kind of took a turn for the better and everything started really coming together for Carlos and now he's like almost looking like he's going backwards now granted um uh, not Red Bull but Ferrari came out today or uh this week sorry and said we will not accept anything less than a, a top 3 this next year I mean, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap when it comes to that. That's the way I look at that. Man, you can come but, out and say that. Mercedes can say we're, we're not going to accept anything but a championship next year. Doesn't mean you're going to do I it. Think, 
Ferrari knows they're at that point in the game where they they have to make you know huge improvements over the, you know the past season, past couple seasons actually. So I, I think I think Ferrari is going to come into twenty twenty one with guns a blazing. I mean they know they got Leclerc, they got Sainz now. They don't have the problems they had with Vettel, and, and I'm not saying that everything was all Vettel, but you know you could tell Vettel wasn't happy at Ferrari. He wasn't enjoying running the car. So I'm sure there was some tension there. So they, they've alleviated that. You got two young, hungry drivers in there. So I, I really think Ferrari is going to, or I hope, they're going to really turn things around in 2021. But we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, you're starting to see these pictures now of these guys making their way to their new team, stuff like that. So it is exciting to see that um, kind of come into fruition now that guys are, are putting on those new colors for the first time. Uh, huge news, kind of the uh, uh, the most uh, expected news in F1 2020 come the, the last few weeks of the season. But they they officially put the, the stamp on it, and Checo is now back at Red Bull. So we'll see how this works out for him this time around. I think it's a great pairing between Verstappen and uh, Perez. We talked about this many a times before. I think they got a great team going forward. I think that is a strong team. I, I think that's going to be uh, one of the strongest pairings in the in the pits. I, I mean, you, you've already seen what Perez was doing in the racing point. And then, of course, you know, Max is just Max. So there again, as long as Red Bull gives them both of them cars now, and I, I seen some comments after uh, posted that on the uh, Checkers and Records page. Are are Red Bull going to give Perez the same car they're going to give Max? I, I mean, I, I would hope they they would, but you know, because if you if you give him an inferior car, if you give him the same car and they can both go out there and perform, that creates a lot of strategies. Because like I've said before, F one's a chess game. So, you know, if, if you're concentrating on Max winning the championship, you got Perez, you put him in a, you know, equal car, he can be the blocker. Absolutely, so, yeah. You, there's a lot of things that can play out. I mean, I think you look at Mercedes, for the most part, Mercedes, with, with the, the connection of Botas and Hamilton, you're getting the pretty much the same car. You might have a couple differences, and obviously where we've seen that uh, – really be a, a huge difference is like you said in the strategy of Botas's team compared to Hamilton's but I think if you give these guys that that uh that same opportunity like you're saying we, we go back to see what we saw with Verstappen and Daniel Ricardo that uh it, it's a it's a solid pairing now the only question is the same with like I just said Verstappen and Daniel Ricardo do they get along you have to have somebody that pairs well with Verstappen, and that's just where I don't know because Perez seems to be a very quiet, uh, kind of outspoken guy. Right. Uh, to answer Brandon's question, what does Red Bull do for an engine after Honda leaves in 2022? <gasps> Red Bull already bought all the rights to Honda. Right, so they're going to just so produce the, the, that Honda engine in, farther. Right. Red Bull will be having their own power plant in 2022. Yep. So and they they bought the the engineers and everything there. So yeah, I I, th I think really because we talked about that too before is how the the connection there with the solid teams like you see with Mercedes with Ferrari, um, Red Bull being the the offshoot there. But 
they build these power plants around the the chassis. So if your chassis isn't built for that power, or if the power plant's not built for your chassis, you have to start adjusting. And so that's what we're seeing with these teams like McLaren, these teams like uh, um, Alfa Romeo, Haas, uh, the, these one-off, not the one-off teams, but the, the teams that are now taking these engines and putting them in, into their own chassis as they are already at a slight disadvantage because that power package was not built for their chassis. Well, I'm I'm sure that you know these teams have blueprints and schematics and you know dimensions of what this engine's going to be before they start building the chassis because they have to build the chassis, then it has to get homologated and FIA has to approve it. So it, it's not you know a, a couple month process. It's it's a year out process. They've well, already right. last year probably been designing the chassis for the following year. Oh, 100 percent. Which right. in 2022 that all goes away. 2022 everybody's pretty much running the same chassis like they do in indycar and they'll be running you have ferrari mercedes and the red bull whatever they're going to call their power plant right and uh renault i believe renault's still in too uh yeah they are because that was the one thing that uh, red bull was either forced with because mercedes had turned them down they weren't gonna uh, give them mercedes power so red bull was either forced to buy the honda plant or be supplied by renault again Right, and they didn't. And after the the season they had, or a couple seasons they had with Renault, they definitely didn't want to do that again. Exactly. So, um, and then in Mercedes camp, Toto is uh signed on for another three years. Yep, and that's what I was gonna say right there. I mean, we talk about Perez and how big that signing was for Red Bull. I think this signing with Toto Wolf is a bigger signing than re-signing Lewis Hamilton because, in, in my mind. I know that those guys are out there driving the cars and everything. You take Toto out of that equation at Mercedes, a couple years later, they're not in that that number one spot anymore. I, I really think Toto is the backbone. I mean, a lot of people want to put the the nod at uh, at Hamilton. They want to say it's it's Hamilton's doing. I mean, obviously, like I said, he's behind the car. But you look at a a person who is probably the best inspirational person on the grid. You look at a guy that's probably one of the most knowledgeable when it comes to just overall business. And because when when Toto got into the the F one game, he knew nothing about uh, uh, F one really. I mean, he knew bits and pieces. He had raced back in his day, but it, it wasn't. He didn't race F one. He raced when he was a teenager in you know the the smaller things. So. For them to give him a shot, I mean, obviously his knowledge, his base on something else, that business was so good. I think he takes a team, he really inspires them and makes them believe you are the number one team. I mean, you see, he, he got in there with Mercedes. It took, what, two years? And they're, they're on a streak now. Yeah, but, you know, the thing with Mercedes is I, it, it wasn't all Toto's doing because Mercedes bought out Braun, which Braun was already a championship team when Mercedes took it over. Well, and I'm with you there, right. So Mercedes did, you know, bring in, uh, you know, different power plant, and they did do some chassis changing, but they had a championship base to start out with. And then Toto comes in, you bring in Michael Schumacher, which we all know the stats on Schumacher. You put him in to test the car and give you feedback and what they should change. So they, they, they had the ball rolling for success early on. But I, I agree. I think Toto, you take Toto out of the equation, 
Mercedes is not the dominant team they have been for years now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There, and, and again, I'm not taking anything away from Hamilton when I say that, but at the end of the day, that's uh, I, I really do think that right there is the, the signing for Mercedes uh, dominance for the next three years right there in Total Wolf. I agree. I agree. So uh, we, I'm trying to think, did we have any uh, – Connor Daly, IndyCar wise, gets that same ride from uh, ECR. So he's mm-hmm. going to be doing the uh, the road courses and the – did the 500? Was that in, involved in that deal? What deal? The Ed Carver. Oh, did you see that I, for Daly? I, I, but I, I don't remember if uh, the 500 was in the deal or not, which I – here's my thing on that. Go ahead and give the kid a full ride. I mean, you, you, you have the backing. You have the sponsors. Give him a full ride. That's my question is why isn't this guy getting a full-time ride? Because, I mean, you, you look down, you see what he's done in Carlin. He's gotten a top 10 pretty much any time that he, he finished. If he doesn't get caught up, if he doesn't cause anything, he's going to finish in the top 10. I mean, he's had a really solid, good strain of a couple of years. And, I mean, you start to wonder, I don't know if it's something – behind the scenes with it uh maybe i I, like i said he doesn't seem to have an attitude he doesn't seem to to really be a a guy that's not liked back there so um it it just seems to me just kind of funny why he can't seem to get a full-time ride in indycar you see uh teams like ganassi that just started this uh uh imsa stint again and he he's not even getting a full time ride in uh, sports cars right now. It's it, it, something's not adding up for me in this whole situation here with Connor Daly and and why he can't get a full time ride. Yeah, I, and, and I know when um, everything went down with uh, his father Derek Daly. We won't get into the whole, if you know what happened, you know what happened. Yeah, but that was 1985, and I think they realized, like, hey, that was a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. Well, but what I'm saying is when when all that happened, that didn't kill Connor's career, but it put a big speed bump in it because he was he was going places, and I believe he was supposed to sign with the team and had a ride, and then after all that happened, they backed out of the deal. So... Connor's been working and working and working. I mean, that's that's probably one of the hardest working kids in the paddock in IndyCar because he's constantly working to get a ride and scrounging up sponsorship. And now that he has, you know, Air Force behind him, I don't see why Ed or or even um, Dale Coyne. I mean, now that uh, Ferrucci's talking about leaving, why why don't, you know, put Connor in the car full-time? See, and ex- put him in the car full-time. Exactly. And and again, I mean, uh, uh, like Brandon says right there, uh, Dalton Kellett, I, obviously he's got more money behind him. That's the only thing I can think of in some of these situations is that Connor Daly just might not bring the money. Um, the, I, guess I agree. He- and on Dan's comment, I didn't say Connor had anything to do with it, but it was his dad and they automatically associated Connor since it is his dad. And like I said, it, it didn't kill his career. But it put a big speed bump in it. So Ed asks, he, he says, please give Connor a ride. He, he sees he's saying the same thing about us. Uh, now, what about Sage Karam here? So you look at Sage Karam. You look at what he's done in the rides he's been given here this, this, these past, uh, this past year, for example. And, I mean, I, I don't think he was given much with the team he was given. But you look back at Ganassi, and, and I know, I know he was a third car. 
And that third car for Ganassi at that point was nothing but a data car. So to to base that this this on 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 that, I don't think is fair. But I think to uh, guys like I, I think Veach deserves a ride over Sage. I think uh, I Connor deserves a ride over Sage. I'm not saying Sage is a bad guy. I think you give him a decent ride. Uh, he could do something with him because you look at Sage as well, and he's beefing up, and it's not uh, fat. It's it's his muscle. So that is one thing with this new aero screen. I think these drivers are really the, the drivers that are going to be very successful with this are going to be your your bigger drivers that can really – because the, the, the weight of the car is just going up. I don't think – the weight of the car is going to go down, especially, like I said, with that aero screen being so top-heavy. I think that was a big reason when you uh, read into what uh, Robin Miller had said about Veach is he's he's very small. He's a, a a tiny guy, and this car was hard for him to really sling around. So um, that that's where I just uh, – uh, I, I think there's other guys in the paddock that deserve a ride. But, again, in racing – you look down there; it's not always fair, unfortunately. Uh, it's not necessarily the guy who deserves the ride; Askew, it's the guy who's got the money. Askew deserves a ride in IndyCar next year. I, I I don't know why. I mean, you look at Coin, you look at Carlin, you look at uh, like Brandon says, Ed needs to step out. I think the best move Ed Carpenter can do would hire a full time driver. I agree. I, I agree. I think I think Ed has passed his prime, and you know, at one time. When it, when it come to an oval or, you know, Indy or whatever, put your money on Ed Carpenter because oh. he's going to be up front. But you look at the last couple seasons, it, it hasn't gone that way for Ed. And I'm not saying it's all Ed, but I, I think it's time for him to step back and just be team owner. Yeah. And, and you get you, you give Connor your ride. I mean, like I said, obviously he's got Air Force money coming into it. Like Amy just said, Logitech, put Logitech behind him. You know, between Air Force and Logitech, that should be enough money to, you know, get him in a ride and field a car. So I just, I think that Connor needs a ride. Bottom line, Connor needs to be in a ride full time. Absolutely. And if Connor doesn't get it in IndyCar here this year, I think we look to see him make that switch to trucks. I think we look to to make that switch like Ferrucci did maybe to Xfinity because he's a racer. He, he's not a guy that's going to be uh, uh, pulling something else i i just don't see him like his father in commentary uh, i think he'd be an interesting one but i don't think the camera wants so much of connor daly <laughs> you could take a little bit of connor daly but I, I think to a certain extent his uh personality is the snake pit for example that the, to see connor daly go through the snake pit that's fun that's entertaining but to I don't know if Connor Daly could be the guy to talk in the the booth. So I want to see Connor in a ride, like I said, whether it be trucks, whether it be Xfinity, something like that. I I do. I think the kid deserves it. I do too. And to answer Brandon's question, you know, it's not always family money. I mean, a lot of times, and like Dan said, talent brings money. You know, a lot of these guys, some of these guys are fortunate to have family money, and that's what gets them by. Uh. But, you know, a lot of these guys don't have the family money. They've they've relied on their talent and their ability to drive the car to get them to where they're at. And, I mean, so, you know, younger drivers coming up, don't think that you can't make it to that next level because you don't have money behind you. You, you let your driving and your talent do the talking, 
and hopefully it catches somebody's eye and they're like, Hey, let's put this kid in a car. And, and but you know, the thing about it is, and like I've always said, race car drivers are like musicians for every great one. There is there's 10 more standing behind him. that are just as good. If not better, there's a lot of guys out there that drive that we'd never even hear about that could probably go out there and mop a lot of these guys up, but we'll never hear about it just because they don't have the money behind them and they've never had that opportunity. Right. Absolutely. There that's uh, and at, you hear some of these stories too, of these race car drivers that they come up because their parents took out a loan. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's got to come from your pocket. If, if, if you feel like the kid has the talent, everything like that, now then maybe he'll pay you back later on when he's in NASCAR, when he's in IndyCar, you just gotta kind of put your, your chickens in that basket, I guess. So, um, but going, I mean, you, you look at Elliot, for example, I mean, yeah, I, I know his parents made sacrifice to get him to where he's at, but you know, he got to that point and then Sarah and Andy seen something in him and thought, Hey, you know, we need to sign this kid and you know, and now he's got his shot. Right. So now it's up to him to determine how far his career goes. Absolutely. You're exactly right there. So I, I do think talent is, uh, that's going to take you the farthest but like you said, sometimes that talent, it only goes so far. So uh, uh, it, it's it, it, Brent Taylor, I think, hit the uh, the nail on the head right there. It's all about building relationships. Yep. It's 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 seriously it, it comes down to who, you know, at the end of the day. I, I think that's that's really what it is. So um, I'm trying to think moving forward. I mean, we talk about uh, we talk about Connor. We Let's let's look at that coin seat now that that vassar sullivan coin seat that's that's possibly open who do you see does ask you maybe is he calling them I, i'm sure ask is on the phone right now trying to make any deal happen with those guys but who else because you look down the line at indycar the the one guy that comes to my mind that could bring money in a time like this and could fit that seat very well is a guy that has been on checkers and records before that is Felipe Nasser. What do you think on that? I, I think that would be a good uh, a good person to fill that seat. I mean, we, we've seen what Nasser can do in IMSA. We've seen what Nasser can do about anything he drives. I mean, the, the guy's a driver. You know, we, we've talked about, you know, racers and drivers before, and that's what Nasser is. I mean, I, I think if you want somebody to go out there and put a solid performance week in, week out, Felipe Nasser is a guy you need to look at. And, and, and oh, go ahead. And, Going on from that, you might look at some of these other IMSA guys, or you might look in Formula E. I mean, there's there's several different series you could look at, and I know a lot of guys are going to be like, well, you know, what about, you know, dirt guys and this, that, and the other? Well, I mean, the thing about dirt guys, yeah, they could probably perform on an oval, but what are they going to do when it comes to a road course race? Well, it's Even not, though, it's I, not I even mean, that. It's just like because you look at usually you'd have an indie light series to go off of. I mean, usually you'd right. have that stuff. So twenty twenty is a little different uh, scenario here. Exactly. That's uh, like Ed says. I mean, you look at him in that Cadillac with uh, uh, it was Wayne Taylor, correct? He drove that uh, the yep. Wayne Taylor Cadillac. He won a championship there. You saw him in an F one car. He did fantastic there, and really could be the guy to help this team progress this car a little further, just like Seb did. Because I think Seb did a really good job in there, um, uh, Sebastian Bordet doing a good job in uh, helping those guys really move that car forward. So I think uh, 
maybe getting somebody like Felipe into that ride would be a good job and a uh, a good move forward looking looking into the future. Uh, I agree. And answer Dan's question. Uh, Wiccans, I mean, every, everybody loves a great story. Everybody loves a great comeback story. And, and I'm not saying nothing bad in any way about Wiccans. I mean, the, the guy, his adversity and his <laughs> determination since his accident, will we ever see him back in the IndyCar? I, I just don't know. I mean... Even even if they, they put in the technology for him to be able to, you know, do everything from the steering wheel, are his reactions going to be quick enough for that car? By the hand that, itself. Right. That That's the only thing I'm saying. I mean, if they're going to do it, and I'm not against doing it, but you have to make sure that at the end of the day, that's going to be the, the wisest decision for him to be in that car, and is he capable of of being in that car and, and being competitive and safe. Right. The, you know, the, the main thing is a safety factor because he's already been in a, a tr uh, horrific accident and almost lost his life in that one, but he's making a comeback. So the worst thing they could do is put him back in a car and him go out and, and actually lose his life this time. Right. So you have to make sure it's safe. Absolutely there. So uh, I think, uh, I mean, that's a huge deal. And I'm going to be 100% honest. Do I th do it like you said? Would we love to see him back in IndyCar? Yes. Do I see it happening, honestly? In my mind, no, I don't. Just because so much of your braking power is done with your feet. I mean, the, the, uh, obviously, all your braking power is done with your feet. But you try yeah. to put that at your hand, you can't get as much brake force with your hand as you can your feet. I mean, that's been proven. That's what I meant to say with that. Obviously, all your brakes are done with your feet there. But um, you can't get as much force with your, your arm as you can your, your leg there. So it's it would be and really hard that, to woe that car down. You don't have that feel. I mean, you know, like we've talked before about, you know, seat of the pants driver. You know, and, and, and it goes nothing. It's no different than with your feet, too. I mean, you know, when, when you're braking... You, you can feel, you know, the pressure and how much brake you're applying with your foot, and you just kind of know. So I, I don't know if you get that same feel with your hand or or if they put like a, a e-brake style brake in the cockpit for him. I, I don't know. I just, I, I like, like Tommy Boy said, I just don't see it happening. So now what I could see is him becoming a huge advocate for karting and doing some different things for like uh, – quadriplegics different things like that that want to get into racing at a small deal like that maybe drag um because i don't know enough about drag cars but i feel like somebody would be able to do a drag car like that a little better um so i mean i'm not gonna count him out that'd be the last thing he's got so many people counting him out it's not fair for me to count him out no, i just no, don't no. see it i happening. mean you, you look at uh alex zanardi you know everybody counted him out i mean th this guy's got you know no legs and he's out there running the 24-hour daytona i mean so if, if he can do it it's possible i'm not saying that, that it's impossible for him to be back in a car it, it's just gonna they're gonna have to make sure it's safe for him safe for everyone around him and, and that he can you know go out there and wheel it all right, absolutely. So uh, I'm trying to think as far as IndyCar goes, do we have any other news there? Uh, but to answer Brandon's question real quick, I think we do see a rookie, and I think that rookie is Felipe Nasser. 
um, because this would be his rookie stint. But that is the only rookie I see in the IndyCar series here next year. Oh, McLaughlin. No. Yeah, we do have a rookie right there. Scott. Yep. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, we might have a good battle. That could be a solid battle between if they were to put Felipe in that car. Because I think Felipe has the knowledge, like I said, based in his F1, his sports car. He's driven so many things that he could really help produce a, a good car there. So, um, How old is Felipe now? I want to say he's like, what, like my age? Maybe a little younger than me? Yeah. Because somewhere he, around. He got into F1 and he, he didn't see, well, he was only in F1 for what, three, four years? Yeah. I, was, yeah, I don't think he had a huge stint in F1, so really he's still got some uh, some career left in him there. So, um, trying to think what else we got cracking here. I think that's about it on Indy and F1, and really don't have any NASCAR news right now. Oh, so we'll switch over real fast. We talked about this right before the show started. Uh, Circle City Speedway the new dirt track they're putting in has announced that uh they are bringing back thursday night thunder to indiana racing which i think is a, a huge thing and i'm all about it because i know growing up you go out to irp and they ran you know asphalt uh midgets out there and that was thursday night thunder it was on espn so to bring back uh yes nasser was an f1 but uh, to bring back Thursday Night Thunder to Indiana Racing and on a new dirt track, I, I'm I'm really liking what's happening at the dirt track over here, and I'm really looking forward to going out there and seeing some dirt races in my own backyard. They also announced that they will be holding the inaugural John Andretti race at Circle City Speedway. So I, I want to say that's going to be part of uh, the NOS Energy uh, Indy, uh, Midget Week. Nice. So there, there's some there's some really cool things happening at the dirt track over there. Right, absolutely, yeah, just right around the backyard. It's literally right there for me. Now, I mean, I could be there in five, six minutes. You'll probably be able to hear them from your house. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Nothing wrong with that there. So, uh, yeah, that should be definitely a, a fun time as well. So we, we switch. What are we switching to? I was just going to say we got some iRacing to chat about here. But before we get into that, let's uh we got some more local racing. Whiteland Raceway Park. Yes, actually. Released their schedule uh what yesterday, day before? Two days ago, yep. Friday, I think. So they've announced their twenty twenty one schedule. And, and and one thing that uh that I've said since, you know, Andy and Sarah's taken Whiteland Raceway Park over, they needed more races. Well, this year they're coming with thirteen race season. They're gonna have uh four friday night races four saturday night races and then all the rest will be saturday day races so you're getting eight night races and five day races and you know four score and 30 years ago when i raced at whiteland we ran saturday night so i'm I'm really pumped about you know bringing back to saturday night racing and i'm looking forward to it and uh i can't wait to get out on the track with all my buddies and and go racing again yeah, it's going to be a good time out there. Those those night races throw me off, though. That's what I was telling you, because usually I, I like getting off at, like, 4 o'clock, being done. You got the rest of the day to 
to chill. I got so much anticipation all day just sitting there waiting for that night race. I'm like, all right, all right, let's go, let's go. Is it ready to go racing? We ready to go racing? We ready to go racing? <laughs> so I'm all I'm all pumped up and, and ready to go during a night race. So, um, But, yeah, that uh, I look forward to that. That's going to be an absolute exciting year. Should be fun. We got a lot of good things coming to you from out there, out at Whiteland. And uh, Ed just said he was here for five weeks. Wrong time of the year. Yes, it was. Yeah, it is. You got some decent weather, though, while you were here. It's not been terrible. It's not been terrible. So, uh, yeah, we we switched gears to some iRacing. I got a battle over the borders tonight with the Canada America League. And uh, we're they're doing the big blocks. 60 okay. entries, it's a cash race, and I'm going to get this out right here because I saw two cash races this week alone, and I'm not saying these guys tonight, I know these guys, they've done re uh, races on CWTV before, they'll have admins in here, they'll be running this okay, so the, my thing is, if, if you're going to put up, there was a $10,000 race this week out at Nashville, Cup Cars, one of the biggest Complete crap shoots in the world. It was absolutely poorly ran. No admins during the heat. Uh, uh, unlimited fast repairs. You got $10,000 on the line. You're just taking people out. It's like, oh, my God, this is stupid. What? And, and it, it just blew my mind. And then come last night, another race for $1,000 on the line. Same deal. Guys, if you're going to get into iRacing, if you're going to make these big money races, Run them correct. Don't run them for your buddies to win the money. The one in the ten thousand dollars, they're changing the, the rules midway. Here's my thing on that one that uh you know the ten thousand to win. First of all, you know what what kind of organization is gonna hand you ten thousand dollars to give away for a i racing race and, and you run excuse my language, you ran a shit show. I mean the setup on the cars was not good. You put way too much tape on them, so guys were blowing their motors up because they were overheating. Uh, like you said, no admins. It was it was just like a a, a demolition derby. <laughs> right, Ed says I'm glad I didn't run that race in Nashville. It, exactly, and that's the thing. At least the Nashville one, they didn't have money out. It was a free one to join. So it, it, it kind of screamed, I'm going to be, uh, you know, but uh, instead, uh, I just think, man, just just run this a little like in my mind. And I've, I've never ran a league. So don't I, I just see I see some of the the best ran leagues ran through the guys that I, I deal with in broadcasting. But if you're going to do a fast repair, well, you got to have a higher X than 16 because guys are going to dive it in there and you're going to give somebody a four, maybe an eight X from getting into some stuff that they didn't have anything into. So that's where it, it just gets me. If you're going to run these things, that's where I, 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 I'm the one to say, I don't like big brother as much as the other one in my business, but maybe I racing needs to step up on these uh, money races per se, and give uh, a little regulation to what you have to do if you're going to do a money race because some of these guys are getting outrageous. It's that time of year, too, where people are hurting for money this year, and I'm I'm hoping we're not going to hear that one guy that runs away with twenty grand or something crazy like that. But, uh, I mean, this is the time when you always hear that, unfortunately. So it, it is. It just it puts a bad name 
to some people that are really out here doing the money races. Like you, you give John instance, man, John runs a fantastic money league. You you yes, see one of the better ran leagues right there in Monsters of Dirt, and he doesn't mess around with money. From from what I have seen, I've never heard anybody get on John about money. That is, if if you would, you wouldn't have a, a six season of Monsters of Dirt coming your way. You get one. So that's it's really starting to tick me off seeing some of these these races for money just becoming absolute crapshoots because. That's not what people want to see. It's not. If you want no. to make this an interesting simulator, then act like it. And you would think with a with a race like ten thousand dollars to win, everything would be professional and on the up and up, and, and they would have plenty of admins. I mean, I know myself. If I'm going to put on a ten thousand dollar to win race, I'm going to make sure it's top notch. I want everybody to come in there. I want good racing. I want clean racing. I don't want it a wreck fest. I want it to be a good race for the guys in it to run. I want it to be a good race for people at home watching to watch. I, I want everything to go smooth, and it's never going to be perfect, but you can you can make it you know to where it, it's a good show to watch. Right, absolutely. And, you know, we we've been lucky enough to be involved with Monsters of Dirt, which most of the time those are great races to watch. ECRS. Great races to watch. NSRL, great, great races to watch. Um, tomorrow night, I'm running in a 305 best of the best race. Right, with Outcast there, yep. And it's uh, it's charity. You know, you didn't, you didn't have to put in any money, but if you didn't put in any money, you don't get a chance at winning the money. But I'm not worried about winning the money. It would be nice to, but I put in the $10 because it's going to a charity and a good cause, and... I, I think it's going to be fun. Absolutely. So that and, and that's where just, I guess, be careful when you're you're getting into these money races, especially if you're putting money up because, number one, you're going to have the chance that these guys aren't going to pay. And number two, you're going to have the, the real good shot lately that you're going to enter into a complete just uh, terrible race. Uh, I, I hate saying that, but it, it's a terrible race. And the bad thing is you get guys that, I know can run and and I'm not just saying this because even at that Nashville race, the guys that finish in the top five and won money, they tell you that was a terrible race. That was a terrible, I'd never run that again, even though I won a thousand dollars, I'll never run that again. Um, but to, to, to Tegan, for example, and thank you, Tegan for, uh, running the BW sports one checkers and wreckers out there. That was awesome to see, but he, he's, he he gets a, a worse qualification. I think he starts 18th. So you're mid-pack. Uh-oh. You're already scared. You're at Nashville. You're at a short track, $10,000 to win. You're, you're already screaming. This is not a good spot. So you start there. He gets 4X right off the bat from a wreck in front of him. Dude just nails him. He had no control over that. So he, he goes through. Maybe, maybe getting a, an X or two here and there. From its from itself and and I think i racing is pretty liberal when they come to the bumping in the corners on short tracks stuff like that so you got to take a pretty good hit and so he's up to 12x through three hits he's he's involved in two wrecks before this happens so he's he's up to 12x already just off of three hits and they they stack it up single file you've got 50 cars on Nashville you cannot do a single file restart it, it just can't no happen way. Like that. no way so and and then 
So you stack it up like that, and he's midfield again, and it's like an accordion effect, and the dude behind him just blast him. Well, he's done. So that 16X came a little over halfway through the race, and it's just like I said, it's disappointing because where uh, a 2X may have been his fault, the the rest of the 14 wasn't. And I get that that's that's for everybody out in the field, but I, I don't know. It's just these some of these money races just have seemed to be really, you know. Yeah, I, I think some of these guys are throwing some, somehow, some way. They're getting money to put on a big money race, but they have no idea of what they're doing and running the race. Exactly. That's you know, right. I, here's here's my thing. I, I have a suggestion to you guys. If you want to put on a big money race like that and you have the money to to you know do it, why don't you? If you never ran a race, never ran a league, why don't you reach out? You know, if if it's a dirt league, reach out to Monsters of Dirt, Outcast, somebody like that, and say, hey, you know, I want to put on a ten thousand dollar to win race. I, I have the sponsors to do it. Would you guys be interested in running the race for me? And I think that would be better. You know, or if you're asphalt, talk to the guys at ECRS or NSRL. Same deal. You know, I got money to put up for a purse. Would you guys be interested in running it? I think that would be a better show than what some of these have been coming out here lately. Absolutely. Dustin, do you, I don't know, did the guys in the uh, $10,000 uh race did they race in that show because yeah absolutely you cannot run in a, a race like that you can't do that especially and change rules halfway through them because at first the 16x was a drive-through after that it became a uh so they they started stacking up and you're getting half the race ran under caution so they started saying okay if you get a 16x now you're eliminated it's like whoa that's not what it said. So he says he does. He thinks that they were in that one. So that's yeah, yeah. You definitely can't do that if you're no, not at all. I I, th I think that's absolute not a ten thousand dollar to to win deal. You no no. It can't happen like that. So nope. <laughs> oh man. Which uh, we'll shift it up a little bit. Um. So I know you, myself, Daniel. Uh, a lot of the guys we race with, we're getting geared up to run uh, 24 hours of Daytona on iRacing. Yeah, we've been doing a little practicing there. It's exciting. I, I look forward to this season. I know my big three would be Daytona, Spa, or not Spa, sorry, Daytona, um, Sebring, and the Nürburgring. Those are the big three that I want to make sure I hit in the endurance. But I think they're bringing back the six hours at the Glen. That will be a fun one as well there. Taken, I said that. You got to listen, bud. He's he's over here talking Philadelphia Eagles chat with Daniel probably, so he's only getting half of what we're talking about. So, probably. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that. Glove box racing over there. Dustin Slutier, he's in there doing some practicing as well. Dustin, if you want to join in with our practice, just let me know. We're, we're getting guys in. We're trying to help each other with some sets, just uh, really just try to make it, uh, make it a fun run there. And uh, speaking of a community – Stuff like that, like it has been. <clears throat> I want to give a shout-out to Chummy there, who's really trying to start that community over at Chummy Motorsports. So, guys, yep. hop on over there. He's a good guy. He's a little crazy. We'll take a little crazy. I, I like a little crazy in he this world. Triscuits. Triscuits, Nabisco's. Yep, Ritz. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, Chummy's always eating some snacks while he's racing. <laughs> yeah, hop on over to Chummy Motorsports there and check him out, guys. And uh, as well, just really appreciate – um, 
just the fun we've, we've had going there. He says, uh, I will be with the team as well. Rolex 24, my friend. Glory, faded glory race. A couple of vets. Nice. I like that. Very nice. Couple yes, of yes, vets. Yes. I'll tell you what, Ed, you get with me here. And if you guys don't have a paint scheme for the 24 hours, we're going to get you one here with checkers and records and Harmon designs here for your vet team. I'm down to do that. That would be yep. a, a huge deal there. So uh, uh, I think that would be awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we're, we're going to see. I think we got three weeks before the Daytona 24-hour on iRacing. Obviously, I'm going to do uh, what I can to, to stream some of that, to stream some of that, as uh, Tegan would say, um, and uh, uh, at least when I'm out of the car. I don't like streaming my in-car. I get a little nervous. I get a little, a little worried on the, the wheel when I'm doing that. But something cool I've been, uh, I have been put together last week. Did you, did you get to see my... My new little addition to uh, CWTV here. I know. Uh, the weekly recap. Tommy Boy's weekly oh, recap yeah, yeah, on iRacing. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, that should be a, uh, a a great time. Yeah, yeah. Highlight. Hey, I just passed Downing, and then you, you pause it and then circle where Downing's at. Or, <laughs> exactly. Hey, I passed Taylor. He's Dude, over here in the ditch. He came floating back. Did you see him? Yeah. Dude was on a charge afterwards. It was insane. Check out that video over there. The uh, Tommy Boys iRacing Weekly Recap. I'm getting together my iRacing Weekly Recap right now for last week. The oval side didn't go too hot for me. You're going to see a couple wrecks here for Tommy Boys. So, whoopsie, as I like to say. And uh, that's uh, <laughs> just absolute. Uh, that's right, Dustin. You got a race here tonight. Uh, if you guys are uh, looking into the uh, the asphalt side of things, Dustin, do you guys still have some uh, uh, spots available for that race here tonight? <coughs> the DJ, was what is it? Where are you running at, and uh, what's the league for people to join? DJ was uh, uh, waiting for the whoopsie. I shared that one on Checkers and Records. Let me check it out here and see where that is because i can't remember i want to say talladega but it may be daytona super speedway time talladega 80 laps there is room so check it out guys checkers and records there's a link on the page just check that out have fun with that cup if you're cup talladega cars. cars yeah cup or truck give me a second dustin i'm sorry i should know this let's see practice opens at two race at three so you could do both. You could do the Battle of the Borders if you're in that. You could do this. Boom! Just like that. It's it's an absolute blast here. You could have a whole day of iRacing, but I'll tell you what. You, you, if you got a wife, if you got a girlfriend, you might want to let her know, hey, I'm, I'm a little busy today. I'm a little busy today. Got a lot of racing to do. Got a lot of racing to do, things like that. I know I got some, uh, some stuff to wrap, some things like that, so... Did, did I tell you I hired a new driver for my for my iRacing side of things? For your iRacing side of th who'd you got? Who'd you get? Check him out. Oh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yoda, right? No, that is Grogu. <laughs> That's what I had to see your your reaction there. <laughs> That's some good stuff. Goal is a thousand. They're close, guys. So hop on there to what did you say? Practice at two, race two, at race three. three. It's going into some fun there, guys. 
I'm trying to think. Do we got anything else for him today? Let's let's, let's talk real quick here. Uh, we'll, we'll give our we got a couple little buddies that you know they're they're we won't say that we're their biggest fans, but we kind of are. <laughs> but they're they're our little racing buddies, um, Kason and Asher. Yep. If you haven't, if you don't follow either one of them on Facebook, you need to. You can follow H2K Racing, or you can follow uh, Asher's Racing Channel. They're they're both uh, getting ready to go uh, to Daytona here in what? Oh, is it a week? Two weeks? I, mean, I think it's next week. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is next week. And, and you know they've been going in and uh, they've been getting with their coach over at Amax Racing. They got their carts and tools all loaded up, getting ready to head down to Daytona. They've been going over the track. I, I, I want to see some uh, video on – oh, Stoner Boys too. Yep. I want to see some videos on these guys down there because uh, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's real awesome that, you know, these young guys get to go down there and experience Daytona and get a race on that track. And I can't wait to see the the looks on their face when they first hit the track. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just to see – like, I, I, I you should have seen the look on my face when I saw Daytona because I didn't realize how big it was. Oh, that place is huge. So to be Asher standing there at the entrance and just going like this, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be absolutely incredible to see there what's going on. William. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just let us know there. All them guys going down there. Good luck to coach in this test session. Wait, wait, wait. Even though it's kind of the off season, we still got a lot of the rumblings going on. <laughs> right, absolutely. And it's the off season. And when I say that, because Brandon's like, it's not the off season, is it? We got to a, a week here. But it, that's still that's a one off. That's I know it's a series, but Whiteland doesn't start till what was that March? So that's April seventeenth. First race at Whiteland. That's when my season opened. <laughs> so we'll see a little racing in IndyCar. That stuff come February is really when the racing season starts for me. Yeah. In my mind, but I'm with you, Brandon. I know. Good luck to you guys heading down there, because uh, hey, you, next time you will be watching, you might be in Daytona at the track. So that uh, that would be awesome there. Uh, man, I wish we could get down there, but I just don't think with the uh, the maybe next the penitent. But the, the, how did he say it there? I've got the, the a pandemic. Yeah, the the pandemic. <laughs> so that's another guy I do. I cannot wait to to see him in action either. Hayden Cardwell whipping that real car around. So I think uh, we're going to make a road trip to Tennessee next year and see Hayden live. We might have to get him on a uh, show here. Did he take the the win in the iRacing 410s? See, I haven't heard. And I was looking to see if I could find that third day, and I couldn't find anything on it. We'll have to see if we can chat with him again. So it's always fun having the boy wonder. Uh, uh, you know, we, we, we might be able to work something out to where Hayden hauls the car up here and runs at the new Circle City Speedway. Ooh, that would be pretty cool to see there. So absolutely a good time. Should be. Uh, uh, Daniel says he believes that Hayden did win that. Nice. So we'll have to check in there and see. I've been neglecting a little of that 410 series here this uh, this season. So I know my boys over at uh, – uh, drop a gear there. They they would be able to tell me because they stay on those four tens. They know about those. I like that drop a gear logo too. Oh yeah, that thing's sweet. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. So that's something Which you... does some nice paint jobs, man. If you if, if you need a oh yeah, and I'm knocking any of the the guys that do paints out there because AC Two Skins has done some awesome paints for me. Uh, Vortex Wraps has done some awesome paints for me. 
and Harmon Designs, Keegan Harmon over at Harmon Designs knocks it out the park. So, you know, and, and there's several good painters out there, but if you want some solid paint work done, those three guys right there I've personally used, and they've all three done fantastic jobs for them. My cars look fabulous. <laughs> uh, and I'm not to mention the one Tommy Boy did for uh, the CWR uh, Checkers and Records Racing Team for the ECRS Truck Series coming up. All four of our trucks look outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that, seeing those on the track. I'll tell you, uh, I I'm going to make a logo in the uh, uh, the new weekly recap so you know if it's a, an actual Harmon design or if it's a, a Harmon knockoff. That's what I'm going to call my designs, the Harmon knockoffs, the the uh, we'll call it the, the American version. Uh, we'll, just call, we'll call them TB designs. <laughs> it's the American, it's the American knockoffs of the Australian Harmon designs here. Kind of an opposite way to look at things here. <laughs> I give them a hard because I put the logo. I always send them a, a, um, a, a look at the car. It's like, can I put your logo on this car? Or would you rather me keep it off? <laughs> Sometimes he'll give me, just change this up a bit, and then you can slap it on there. So <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. He knows what's looking good. Guys, thank you to everybody out there. How about Even Road? If I want to find Midget Sprint Carly. Okay. And I'll tell you what. Well, uh, Ed, I, I'm uh, speaking with someone. I don't know the, um, like the, the back end of this website yet. But if you guys are looking for a solid uh, a league, that. if you're looking for something, check out gridfinder.com. Um, it, it really, it seems like it's going to be a really good tool going forward because that's the one thing I don't think iRacing has really done well is narrowing down like by section of what kind of league. You, you should be able to filter that thing to get an exact league that you want to run. I want to run a league on Mondays at 7 p.m., I want to run the GTE cars, and I want them to be on the ovals. Well, you should be able to filter all that and see if there's a league for your your means there, and uh, that's kind of what GridFinder has got going on. So if you're an owner of a league, register your league over there now. I'm registered as a broadcaster. You can register yourself as a painter. So it's all over there. It's good. They got all the fun and excitement over there. Like I said, I'll uh, I'll have a uh, – uh, a deal. Ed, not to cut you off, but right off the bat, if you want something quick to go look at Monsters of Dirt, uh, I think their sprint car season is over now. They just finished up last yeah. weekend. Uh, Outcast Independent League. Yep. They're running sprints, midgets, big blocks. Uh, they're, I think they're doing some road course stuff. They're doing some cup car stuff. They're 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 hitting about every kind of different racing over at Outcast, so you can go uh, hit them up. Chris Stanridge, good guy. Um, what else we got going on here? Uh, Brooks, yes. As far as I know, we are having a show next Sunday. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk to the. Hopefully, we'll be talking to the CWTV Award winners next Sunday, Brooksy. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. So it should be. Woo! A good time there, BW Sports 1. That is right. What we're going to start offering here in the year going forward is we got our first basketball broadcast here uh, next week. So uh, check out www.bwsports1.com 
for all the fun and excitement we got going on as we move on in to 2021. It's just getting bigger. Here we grow. I hate that saying, but it, it just works. I do too. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we got? Road Course Leagues, uh, check out Mayhem Madness. It's ran by Outcast Independent. Um, they got Mazdas. They did a GTE. Those guys do a lot of stuff, and they're a good group of guys. They really, really do, and I've, I've, I've enjoyed racing with those guys, and I've met some new buddies over there. So, yeah, I, I like that league, and I I like what they're doing. Yep, absolutely there. So we got some fun tonight with the Battle of the Borders. You got some outcast. Who's the best in 305s tomorrow? Then I think I'm, I'm done for – no, I got NSRL Wednesday. I got some NSRL coming Wednesday, and then – we take a little break, break for old Santa Claus to come down the chimney. Hey, Santa Claus. Hey, Santa Claus. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a go-kart engine, some go-kart oh, parts, yeah. and some go-kart tires. <laughs> go-kart body work. Yeah, I'm not asking for much here. Santa, please. It's like the what's the one that uh, Monroe sang? And uh, Hillard Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want a Hillard Clutch for Christmas. Only Hillard Clutch will do. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I need, let's see. Uh, I was trying to put a list together. Everything I still need last night. I need, uh, I need a motor, clutch, uh, body work, seat. And that's about it. I mean, now now everything else I need to buy is just extra stuff, like another set of tires and wheels and some stuff like that. But I'm 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 getting there. Uh, I'm gonna try to get her out to the Sandblasters either this week or next week, and then uh, get a hold of our buddy Dwayne Elwanger. Yep. And uh, have him do some powder coating for me. And if and I'm you not are needing some powder coating, yellow, I'm go with black. You're gonna go with black. Yep. And if you guys are Good. needing some powder coating work, you check out Dwayne Elwinger as well. And Good he, price, fast turnaround times. And if you got little kids there and, and maybe baseball is their deal, they don't like racing because the loud noises, the smell, something like that. Hey, that's all right. He makes some teas as well. Maybe they're involved in both. You got one of those busy bodies. That's all right, too. Check him out. He does great work over there. It's BB-8 approved. BB-8 approved there. <laughs> Unofficially. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to get sued by Disney. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's BB-9 approved. <laughs> right. BB-8B. Goodness. Hey, Brooke, Merry Christmas to you and your family, buddy. Merry Christmas to all of you out there. Happy holidays. Maybe uh, happy Hanukkah. I don't, I don't know, honestly. I'm terrible. Let's just say Feliz happy holidays. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. So hopefully you guys get to spend some time with your family here this week. I know it's been a crazy year here. If if not, just stay positive here. We got your back. Thank you guys for staying with us all year long. We got one more to go this year. One more. Yeah. That's all. That's all. One more. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. How do you got anything else? Uh, No, not really. I think we've uh, covered about everything we got. All righty. Well, you got anything else? I think I am good to go. You guys are the best. Merry Christmas. So what do we do, Happy Tommy holidays. Do? Keep.
We drive fast, shift hard, and keep the snow on the ground this week. I don't know. Keep that rubber on the road. Keep the sleigh bells ringing. Make sure that those kids don't act up this week. This is the one week of the year that your kids will act so good. It's great. It's great. I love it. All you got to do is threaten them with a little Santa, and boom. Thank yeah. you, Santa, for being the man. You are the real hero, Santa. You are the real hero. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace. We're out.